1: And once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You got Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And high gas prices. Have you seen any? You have a high gas prices where you're trying to fill up. Well, we're going to talk about that. There's some truth to know, and and I think most Americans know most of the truth. But the trouble is, there's a lot of disinformation coming out of government mouths and mouths that mouth a lot of uh, a lot of misinformation and if you watch the mainstream media you're going to hear it uh, misinformation after misinformation so we'll be talking about high gas prices and we got a couple of clips one from Fox News of Leo terrell and uh, we got some from reason and and they try to be non-political but uh, we talking about high gas prices where are they coming from so we've got to a a couple of good clips to play about that before we get to that. Two things you need to know. Number one, we, the last couple of weeks, you missed those shows, go back and listen to them in archives very, very important. Serious shows about a trap that America's getting very close to stepping in and it could ruin your future and the future of your children and grandchildren and the future of all America. And that trap, you can go back and listen to it, but, we are the American dollar is the world's reserve currency, and I know we got some listeners around the globe. And thank you for listening to Doc Holiday's rock splitting politics. We appreciate you listening, but the fact of the matter is, we are the world's reserve currency with the American dollar. And if we fail to be that, it will be a a foundation shaking event. You talk about rock splitting politics on financials. It will be a major, major earthquake if we are no longer the world's reserve currency. And this is the scariest thing. After the last two weeks, after our last show, the Wall Street Journal came out with a story about China going to Saudi Arabia, asking Saudi Arabia to not accept the American dollar when they buy the oil, they want to buy it with the Chinese yuan, and that—that's the like the American dollar. Chinese have a yuan, y u a n, and but ever since President Nixon took America off the gold standard, he he made a made a treaty or a compact, not a treaty, but it's a compact with Saudi Arabia that all. Oil sales, barrels of oils, all all the oil will have to be bought with American dollars. And this gave OPEC power and it gave America power in the world economy. But it's being challenged now. Russia has hated it. The Soviet Union always hated it. But now Vladimir Putin hates it. And China hates it. And if Putin and China team up with some other countries, they could challenge America of being the world's reserve currency, and it would really, really hurt America because we've borrowed so much money, and it hasn't uh, hasn't affected our interest rates. Of course, now we've got inflation going sky high, but it isn't because we're the world's reserve currency with an extremely high debt as much as it's a stupidity in the White House and throwing way too much money into the economy at once and then... <laughs> and then sinking our entire energy industry. So uh, we'll have more talk about that when we talk about high gas prices. But that's the thing that you need to know. Yes, that keeps me up at night. If you want to know what keeps me up at night looking at financials, it is knowing that there are people and there are villains out there that hate America, like Vladimir Putin, like President Xi of China, and uh, there's just villains out there. But America's been so powerful, they haven't been able to knock us out of being the world's reserve currency. But that could change very well. If this what's going on when we kicked Russia out of the SWIFT system, financial system. Yes, we want to hurt them. Yes, we want to stop the war in Ukraine. Yes, we want Ukraine to be free and independent. But when you start confiscating people's. Uh, reserve currency other countries then why would a country say "Oop, you know they could do that to me and then all of a sudden uh, you might not have american dollars being the world's reserve currency if other countries say hey uh, we're not going to be blackmailed Um, but let's let's go on with uh the the uh, one other thing that we need to talk about is uh last week Information came out the New York Times in a little bitty paragraph About, I think they said it's uh, 24 paragraphs into the story said it looked like the Hunter Biden laptop found in uh, 2020 that came a lot just before the election. But no, but it was it was blackballed across uh, agencies and newspapers and news media. They said but now the New York Times are saying, you know, it looks like it was really Hunter Biden's laptop about, what, two years too late, a little less than two years. And all the people who conspired to call it Russia disinformation. In fact, there were over 50 former intelligence officers and leaders that signed a document saying it was Russian misinformation. And not to worry, you know, to, don't look into the Biden uh, laptop story. And a lot of news people use that for coverage to say, oh, we don't need to look at this because it's Russia, Russia, Russia. Why is it always Russia? But they said it was all Russia's misinformation, Hunter, Hunter Biden's laptop before the election. And so nobody would cover it. And now looks like they were wrong hey listen to this little clip of what what you hear what you heard a couple years ago listening to the mainstream media biden secret emails
0: a really fishy story
1: the post claimed that the emails were found on a
2: laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in delaware in the spring of 2019
0: the fbi is now investigating whether those alleged hunter biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence intelligence operation.
2: For all we know, These emails are made up. The information found on the laptop
0: may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmarks, rather.
2: All the hallmarks of a Russian. Or Russian.
0: Russian disinformation.
2: Russian disinformation. Disinformation Disinformation campaign.
1: This is a classic example of the right wing media machine. All right. a classic example of the right wing media machine. Wow. Wow. You know, 50, 50, including uh, uh, Obama, CIA uh, Chief uh, Brennan, and all these other people said it was the hallmarks of Russian disinformation and that the uh, news media it gave them cover not to cover it. And the news media went l- lapdog media, the lapdog media, just went for it oh it's Russian disinformation and now we find out you know the New York Times says oh it looks like it is Hunter Biden's laptop of course it is of course it was and of course the media the mainstream media wanted to influence an election not tell a story not tell news but to influence a very close election shame on them Shame on these uh, companies, these organizations, these uh, supposed to be pillars of a democracy when they do not carry a story on purpose to help influence an election. How about it, CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, PBS? American taxpayers pay for TP for PBS. The public broadcasting system. How long can conservatives keep using tax money for people who put together stories and forget stories that they don't want, so that they can influence an election? This is the public broadcasting system that has that has failed. It's it has some good points throughout this history, but you can't let it give news. That gives one side a view that wants to influence an election. That's what the public broadcasting system did in 2020 when it comes to Hunter Biden's laptop. Shame on them. Shame on all. And and how many of them have come out to apologize? And they should be profusely apologizing to the American people, their audience, because they misled their audience on purpose. Yes. (laughs) What a shame what a shame yes and uh i you know why, why do people listen to them these are the same people who are talking about high gas prices being all the fault of who Vladimir putin did gas go up when ukraine was invaded it did is that what started the the inflation of uh, gas no it wasn't so uh a lot to talk about. Let me just remind you: you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net, and in just a moment, we're going to talk a little bit about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and what it means in today's world with the war going on for Ukraine and Russia. What? What is it? Where is it fitting into that? We'll briefly talk about that, and then we'll talk about the high gas prices, and we'll talk about the reason why. Uh, the truth is being, just as Americans in many cases were misinformed about Hunter Biden's laptop, they are being misinformed about high gas prices and where this inflation is all coming from. And they're being misled in, in, in a large part by the same people who, mis- who misled Americans about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. So are we seeing a pattern here? Better yet, are the people who have been fooled so many times by the mainstream media, they've been lied to many times, talking about the Russian hoax that uh, Trump had something to do with Russia and Russia had something to do with him winning an election in 2016, proving that now because of Durham report that has not even been fully come out, but we know it came, it, it, it originated with the Hillary Clinton's campaign. And the FBI played along with it. I've told you before where it's a shame, but uh, the FBI leaked the information so that somebody could give it to John McCain. And John McCain thought he was a great American because he found this information, so he gave it to the FBI. <laughs> Don't you know the FBI was high-fiving each other? Hoping it worked. Oh, man, we got John McCain believing this stuff, and he's brought it to us. And they're the ones that sent it out hoping he would... Uh, take the bait. He did. They were playing with a sick man who had cancer, brain cancer, and they, they, uh, they really, uh, they really. It's a shame what they did to American people and what they did to the patriot named John McCain, Senator John McCain. They purposely misled him so that they could use him as a pawn in their, uh, in their way they wanted to run government shame. It's a shame. Now, uh, remember, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We got a book called, what's it called? You should know by now. You've been listening to, uh, maybe we'll get a new one written here soon, but uh, the book is called Bedrock Truth, and we keep pushing the book because America needs its bedrock truth more than it ever has before. We need to get back to the values, the morals that made America strong. America's never been perfect. And I think we can all say that. We say that in our Constitution when it says to form a more perfect union, we gotta always be trying to get better. And but we got to have principles to start on and that's what our founders gave us these strong pillars of principles in democracy, in a republic. A representative democracy that's founded in a republic. I mean and you got riots. <laughs> you got rights, R I G H uh, T. you got a right that's founded in our constitution and the Bill of Rights. And we live in a representative democracy where we, we choose people to represent us to be in places of authority over us. But we the people should rule. And that's why it's such a shame when you have the news media, which should be a uh, which should be a defender of democracy, when they purposely misled people to affect an election. When when the news media uh, wouldn't tell about Hunter Biden's laptop when they knew they could easily find out if it's true. They knew, but they did not want to touch the story. So it wouldn't influence. So that way they could influence the election by not telling the truth about Joe Biden and his family. Didn't it didn't happen that way when Donald Trump? His family's fair game on everything. My goodness. Uh, but we were, we're talking about high gas prices now. So let's let's listen to this on the political side of uh, gas prices. Where is it coming from? Well, Gene. Saki, the White House press secretary. Listen to what she starts out with this uh, clip from Reason.
2: You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin.
0: The White House is trying to blame record high gas prices on Russian President Vladimir Putin and the invasion of Ukraine. Defending freedom is going to cost, it's going to cost us as well in the United States. Facing collapsing approval ratings, Democratic lawmakers are echoing the same argument. New York Congressman Gregory Meeks announced that Americans should be happy to make that kind of sacrifice because in the long run, democracy is at stake. Even simpatico comedians are pushing the idea that gas prices are setting new highs because of world events.
2: Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a
0: Tesla. The sanctions that the US and most of Europe have levied against Russia, one of the world's largest oil producers, were of course going to spook energy markets. But the so-called Putin price hike actually started over a year ago. Biden can't pin our 8% across the board inflation rate, the likes of which was last seen early in Ronald Reagan's first term, entirely on Putin. The main culprit is the massive infusion of money into the economy by the federal government and the Federal Reserve. Spending in Washington alone increased 50% between 2019 and 2021 on both Biden's and Donald Trump's watch. It's a surefire way to boost the cost of everything as more dollars chase basically the same amount of goods. And when it comes to energy specifically, the Biden administration has pursued a number of policies designed to make it more expensive to produce fossil fuel energy in an effort to reach a goal of net zero carbon emissions by 2050. In fact, environmentalists cheered Biden's bold moves a week into his presidency as the most remarkable day in the history of America's official response to the climate crisis. They said it marked the official beginning of the end of the fossil fuel era. Biden's measures have included halting new permits for drilling and leases on federal lands, shutting down the planned Keystone XL pipeline, and proposing the end of tax credits for new drilling and exploration projects. He's been joined by congressional Democrats who've been working to tighten regulations loosened during the Trump years and otherwise clamp down on oil producers. At the state level, they banned fracking in New York in 2014, and California has effectively stopped the practice in anticipation of a 2024 ban. Even when such moves have been overturned by courts or only affect future operations, Biden and the Democrats have sent a loud and clear signal that the future will be green, even if renewable sources aren't up to the task of supplying our energy needs. Currently, less than 13% of our energy comes from renewable sources. And even as wind, solar, hydroelectric, and other sustainable sources do get cheaper and more reliable, we're a long way from independence on fossil fuels.
1: See, uh, just like the clip started out with Jean uh, uh, Saki just from the White House press secretary, just again trying to blame everything on Vladimir Putin and these high gas prices, and we know they've been going up for well over a year, and the reason is why because uh, basically we have a president, President Joe Biden, who's promised to dismantle the energy industry, and that's what he's set out to do, and. Does he make laws? No. But he appoints people to positions all throughout the government, and they know their job is to stymie the energy industry. They would like to see the companies go broke. They really would. And you remember that we get, what, 13% of our uh, energy now from uh, renewables like wind and water and solar panels, 13%, and they want to cripple our energy uh, energy industry, and they were getting along with slowly rising gas prices until the Ukraine war broke out, and now the stupidity of their plan is just obvious, because we could put Putin, we could crush him to his knees if we had a active, a very uh, influential energy industry that could copiously produce now because you got to set things in motion for years to be able to get that oil and and get the gas pouring out now we could move quickly if if biden would just let go if he just repeat what trump did we could quickly uh you know ratchet up our production but really it could go so much more if you have if you be able to plan for the future, like the big uh, energy companies should be able to. But they're planning for the future because they're being shut down by this government. By this administration, by Joe Biden, by all the people he's placed in positions of power throughout the administration so that they can slow down our energy. And to, as far as they see, a lot of these Ivy Leaguer, uh, Ivory Tower folks are high-fiving each other. They want $10 gas. They want $15 gas so the people have to go to electric vehicles. Well, guess what? Not everybody can afford a 50000 55000 electric vehicle. But even if you they could. There's not enough minerals now. There's not enough of the ingredients needed to make all those batteries, especially if Russia uh, being sanctioned. Uh, Russia had so many of the minerals we need. Not all of them, not 100% of them, but many of them. Who has the other? Well, China, by all means. It's China that controls so much of the other minerals. Guess what? America and a lot of the Western countries, because of the enviro- environmental movement, they've shut down so many mines. You can't just turn in a key on and operate a mine. It takes years to plant it, build it, get it arranged. And now we got so many are shut down or are moving slowly or people don't want to go in production. Or better yet, people don't want to invest because it takes so long and you have to go through so many environmental studies that many of the minerals come from uh, China and Russia and places they control. And who's polluting more? Where would you want the energy to come from? That's I'm talking about mining, but talk about energy also. We have enough. We've heard people people, our government leaders who know, who've been in Trump administration and others, industry leaders in energy, we have enough energy in oil and gas and coal to run America for hundreds of years, at least the next hundred. Hey, what can happen in a hundred years? We can have fusion. That's different from fission. There's things that can happen. Let's use the energy we have now in a very uh, good way. To, what America the way we get our energy and burn our energy is so much cleaner than anywhere else in the world. Why, if we live in this global environment, why in the world would we want China and Russia using, making dirty energy and us buying it from them when we could make it cleaner? And have more jobs and more people working in the energy industry, and make America more powerful, where we could put Putin on his knees right now, and he could have to get out of Ukraine. But you know, that's one reason he went in. He knew who was in charge of America. He knew Joe Biden had uh, pretty much surrendered to the environmentalist. And you know what? They're finding out more and more environmentalists in Europe were paid by who? Vladimir Putin and the Russians to shut down their, uh, they shut down, you know, Germany shut down uh, their uh, uh, nuclear reactors. And they want to go to solar and uh, gas. And guess what? Russia controls their gas. And, you know, where did all those outfits get their money? They're finding out a lot of them got it for Russia. How many environmental groups in America are funded by Russia or China? Uh, It'd be good to know that, wouldn't it? Do the Democrats want to know? I doubt they'll let any kind of bill go through. Uh, Let me play this clip from Leo Terrell, talking about the politics of it all. Take a listen to this from Fox News, Leo Terrell. the
2: midterms president biden choosing to double down on his climate agenda at his first in-person dnc fundraiser of the midterm season the president telling the crowd last night crowd of 18 uh the quote climate crisis is the existential threat my proposal advances aggressive climate goals tax credits to weatherize homes and businesses doubling america's solar wind and other energy and we have to get off the dependency of fossil fuels but is that what voters want to hear The midterms around the corner fox news contributor and former democrat leo terrell joins us now from la leo it's a fundraiser uh, he raised three million bucks and at a fundraiser you want to say the things that energize your crowd and they wanted him to talk about climate and he did not let them down
3: You know, Steve, I'll tell you right now, uh, uh, Joe Biden did a great job of pleasing John Kerry and the climate changers, but he's abandoned working class Americans. I want to be very clear, the Democratic Party no longer represents working-class Americans because they are allowing Americans to suffer at the pump. He's in denial, Steve, that he is responsible from day one for inflation, for higher gas prices. He has declared war on oil and gas, and that's why we're in this current situation. I live in the capital city of high gas prices, (laughs) Los Angeles County. And i'll tell you right now it's disastrous for working class people he's going to pay the price at the midterm elections
2: well speaking of the midterms uh, this morning in axios uh, bruce melman who writes a newsletter uh, presented how the two different parties will spin ukraine when it comes to the midterms for instance depending on which party you're at when it comes to inflation is it biden inflation or Putin's price hike when it comes to the military. Is it Afghanistan emboldened Putin or Putin rallied the West when it comes to the economy? Is it the return of recession and shortage or solid growth despite war? And finally, when it comes to energy, green new
3: dealers or climate deniers? it's going to be a choice let me tell you right now i'll i'll take the i'll take the republican side on this because i'll tell you right now i can convict joe biden for lying to the american public steve the you you've shown the facts all morning from day one the price of gas have gone up because he has basically shut down the oil industry and i also submit to you and all the the viewers that afghanistan The most disastrous foreign policy decision to leave American soldiers there, to leave Americans there, to have 13 American service workers basically killed on his foreign policy to withdraw at all costs. The war in Ukraine, Steve? He talked about punishing Russia. He could have done that much earlier. No one can deny the fact that Joe Biden sleep at the wheel, failed at the policies the foreign policies, and in my opinion, he's more interested in pleasing John Kerry on climate than allowing Americans the ability to go to work. It's too expensive to go to work.
1: It's hard enough to get people go to work because we got so many people who aren't working. You got so many jobs that are open. We need more workers. And now, like Leo Terrell just said, people can't afford to go to work. Another excuse not to work. And it's all coming from the Democrat-led uh, this Joe Biden administration. And if you could call Kamala Harris a leader after what she did in Europe, just don't call her a leader. Just call her a figurehead there, this administration. But I have to tell you, <laughs> man, man i hope the american people can see and have leverage that they can see where they were lied to before look at the russian hoax look at the hunter biden uh, laptop and they were lied to by this mainstream media over and over and now they're telling them that high gas prices are all because of putin please there's got to be enough people in america white black red yellow i don't care what color your skin but listen for the truth and that's what you need to know know the truth now let me end up this program just saying we've had last year and we talked about cryptocurrencies and bitcoin we've had special programs and people knew know about them people who set up even billionaires we had on the air uh, just to help us explain this new type of uh, uh, payment through cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and the blockchain technology, but how valuable is it? Look at the Ukraine in war with Russia. How quick can you get money to Ukraine? Used to you had to go through an organization. You still do that. There's a lot of good organizations out there. Red Cross, and all others that are getting Samaritans Purse getting help directly to Ukraine. But if they need money overnight, where do you get it? Well, over $100 million of people around the world have donated to Ukraine instantly by sending Ethereum or Bitcoin directly into Ukraine. And that is the way that money can move in the future. That quick can go directly into Ukraine. $100 million being gifted from all over the world. So you got Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics. We'll keep following things. This is a midterm election year. There's some great candidates out there. We hope we'll start interviewing when these primaries start uh, getting over with to get through the primaries. And I tell you, right now is the time to start getting leverage. Use the lies the left has said that we talked about in this show. Dig down. Let let those lies. uh, Use that like a crowbar to lever the truth. And lift up the nastiness of these lies and look into the light of the beauty of truth that the Democrats have sh- just threw the through a, a, a cloth on for so long hiding this truth find the truth and let it set you free and come November let's free America from these outlaws these villains that are ruining our country And when I say ruining, look at the gas prices, look at the way the lies have put people in authority. Nancy Pelosi should have never been Speaker of the House because if the lies of the Russian hoax had not been plastered for two years and to to brainwash American voters, there would have never been enough Democrats elected to make her Speaker of the House. And that's that's a truism that uh, I'm sad to say Uh, didn't come about because of lies from uh, the Hillary Clinton campaign. All right. God bless you. See you next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Split Politics.
0: Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit docholiday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.